0: Hello and welcome to Where The Living Room Used To Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. As I put together this podcast idea, I started to think about how I'll be sitting down to talk with people that have decades of experience being musicians. I felt like it would be a good opportunity to see if they have any advice they'd like to pass along from the lessons they've learned. On this bonus podcast with Mark Lambert, we did just that. He talks about a perspective on releasing music and who you should play in a band with. Thank you for listening, and please make sure to subscribe. And also follow along on Facebook and Instagram at Living Room UTB. What would you say was the best piece of musical advice you've been given?
1: I'm going to tell you, like, this, the idea of this didn't even enter into my head until I met Robert Fisher. From Willow Grant Conspiracy. From Willie Grant Conspiracy. Met him through Anthony and Born Burning. And he was the first person I had ever met in my musical life that was not only concerned about his success, but was concerned about everyone in his circle's success. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know how to... The, one of the first conversations I had with Robert, he was staying here because Anthony was living with me. Anthony was doing a tour with him, playing mandolin, and like also like opening up for him. Just the two of them were going out. And he said to me, "When are you gonna get to Europe?" And I was like, uh, "It's on the bucket list." But and he's like, "You'd do great in Europe. They would love what Sharks is doing. I can give you some names of some people to contact. You gotta get over there. You gotta do it." This was the first person ever in my life, ever. Maybe Randy Heen from the living room is another person who, not necessarily that he would have been able to mentor me and. But when we were leaving for our first tour up to uh, – well, not tour, but, like, we were doing multiple dates, um, not in Rhode Island. Randy gave us all living room T-shirts, and he was like, <laughs> make sure you wear these when you're at the oh, other Oh, that's farms. rad, yeah. <laughs> Which was awesome because I got to totally pay that favor back years and years later uh, after I had met and become friends with Gregory <clears throat> at Gregory Rourke. Um. He told I, I was wearing the shirt and he told me that he never, he like lost his or for some reason he didn't end up with one and I gave him that shirt that Randy gave me. I gave that to Gregory on his birthday and it was like one of the greatest things I could have done. It's like, yeah, dude, yeah. You, you deserve to have this more than me because Gregory did sound and was very an int- integral part of what went on at the living room. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Randy was somebody who, like, kind of got the mentoring thing, and I think he did his best to, um, you know, to, to mentor and, and bring bands up. But Robert was the first person in my, my music. I had a lot of other people who I, like, Anthony, I mean, him and I have been playing shows together forever. And I think we do a good job of balancing each other, like, encouraging each other when we need encouragement, um, getting each other shows when we need to get shows. Um, He's probably the closest thing I have to, like, a musical brother in Providence that, like, we're both kind of slogging through the same stuff and trying to, like, get ahead. But Robert was the first person I met that, like, was not only interested in his musical career, but the careers of everyone around him. And I did learn a lot from... From Robert and his uh, his model of how he ran Willow Grant Conspiracy, I would never be able to you know live up to what he had created. But I love the idea of kind of more of a collective as a band rather than um, these are the four people who are in the band. I have a pool of a dozen people who I can pull from, and that yeah. was t- that was totally built off of Robert. Robert like. You know, Willow Grant Conspiracy was basically you read their records and in the liner notes it'll say if somebody says they played in Willow Grant Grant Conspiracy, they probably did. Yeah. Because he would roll into towns all over the country, all over the world, and it was people who he was friendly with that he could just have a song, he could have the foundation of the song, and and he could do a show. And I love the idea of it and I try to live I try to I, I try to live sharks that way now. Um, but he, there were a few pieces of advice that Robert gave me that, um, that I'll pass along here. And one was I had a real difficult time deciding whether I was going to release the Kettle Jane record, which was really just a collection of recordings that were done in the basement. And I really suffered because it's not the best work that we've ever done. We It was our first record without you, Um, so I was playing percussion with my feet and singing. I was like trying to figure out how to do all that stuff, but the bones of the songs were not bad, and I had trouble just throwing them away, and I struggled with it and struggled with it. Robert had the record, and one night, him and I, I don't know if we were texting or if we were talking, but he basically just said, listen, is it an accurate representation of what the band sounded like at the time? And I said, yeah. And said, release the record. Just get it done. Get it out into the world and move on to the next thing. If it's, wow. a, if it's accurate and like, is it perfect? No. Is it clunky? Yes. But if it's an accurate representation of what you're doing at that time, just release it. Get it into the world and then move on to your next thing. And it was one of the better pieces of advice that I had gotten from somebody that that record the book would not have I wouldn't have moved forward with it if I didn't have that conversation with him Mm -hmm. um I mean he's basically like if there is a if there was a mentor in my life musically I would have to say it was Robert and bouncing ideas off of him and him bouncing ideas off of me and you know obviously I'm extremely thankful to Anthony from radio from Barn Burning for introducing to me me to this massive force in life yeah, that yeah. like I, I'll never meet any anybody else like him, mm-hmm. you know. So, so that was the piece of advice anybody had given me. Right? Yeah. What yeah. would well,
0: like looking at your decades long careers of playing in punk bands and 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 touring and putting out records. I mean, you had mentioned that earlier of just, you know, everything, essentially everything that you've done has been self-released and, you know, from cassettes to seven inches to vinyl records. I mean, you've done a lot. Uh, Is there, you know, a piece of
1: advice that you'd give? I I think there's probably multiple. One, first and foremost, you have to like the people you're playing with. You have to like, genuinely like the individuals you're playing music with and it's better when you can love them like when like i love you as a person and that makes me want to play music with you i love eric i love michael like you know obviously i love my heart um but <laughs> don't forget your but, wife <laughs> but when you can get into a situation where you're playing with music when you're playing with mu- music with people who you like let's just start there like people who don't anger you or make you mad or stress you out. Like if you can find that situation, that is gold because everything that comes out of that relationship, it doesn't matter. The technical ability of whoever it is that you're playing with is going to matter much less. You can have the greatest guitar player in the world. If you don't like that person, whatever project it is that you're doing, it's just not, it's never going to, it's never going to be magical right so like i think starting from a place of like liking the individuals you're collaborating with i think is really really important that being said my second piece of advice would be learn how to play your instrument and learn how to write a song because if there's one thing that i regret it's that when I first started playing music in high school, I had never played an instrument. I didn't know how to read music. I'm not saying that you have to go out and be classically trained, but I do think you have to learn just like the anatomy of the instrument, um, what chords go together. Like in hindsight, I would have done a lot more learning other people's songs and how a song gets put together. I eventually got there in my life, but it took me way longer than it needed to. Like yeah. the, the, the songwriting process, the theory of what chords go together of that part of it only came through trial and error and trial and error and years of just loving to perform, but not really knowing what makes a song a song. Yeah. And I think with a little bit of technical training, it goes an awful long way, and I also, with that, I'll also say that I think it is a uh, it is a balance because there are individuals who learn how to play their instrument and they're very technical trained, but they can't write a song worth a shit because they are following whatever rules there are. The reason why I love music and why I love playing music and why it's exciting for me is because I never really learned the rules. So, like, I don't think Fugazi learned the rules either. Like, I think they came from this world of, you know, they, I mean, and maybe it's weird that I throw them out as a band, but their sound is unlike anything else. And it's because they didn't know the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, and Yeah, pattern that that needs to be done. Maybe a song is just a a three note riff and then it's done. And yeah. that isn't how a song typically goes, but that's how that song goes. So there you go. Yeah. Um, and I think there's this balance between learning your instrument enough that you can kind of be creative but also be confident and not learning it so much that you are looking to fit every song into a box to say this is how that song goes. Like somewhere in there is a dance that I think the bands that are really good at what they do – They've, they've hit it. They've kind of figured out what to do.
0: Thanks again for listening. For those of you that may not be familiar with Robert Fisher, here's a song from Willard Grant Conspiracy's 2003 album, Regard the End. The ghost of the girl and well, killed by a man who owned my family It's many years since I fell and So many years, but still no one is found to me by the water